and we're back. <laughs> Got some blue eyes soul for you this week, and it feels so good. Blue eyes soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, India is too young. She don't even. You weren't outside. You weren't outside. I get excited. Come on, John B. I've been a crazy, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy man. You don't know the vibes, Z. You don't know. I actually don't know this song. I know you. I but can then tell. I was like, oh, um. When you first heard, you thought it was cameras, didn't you? Yeah. I know you did. I did. I was, so, a, I was actually looking forward to hearing cameras. You're actually. so young and so naive. Anyway, welcome back, everybody. This is she and I. I am your host, B-Love, and like always, I have my very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. So thank you guys for tuning in. I hit the button too early, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I felt it. I felt, right. I felt it. Yeah, like, damn, I, I got too excited. Yeah, I get excited you every time. That Red Bull. I get excited every time do. we have guests on. I'm about to get to that in a second. But, India. What's up? Are you ready to pod? I'm ready. I know you are, but let me ask you this rhetorical question I ask you each and every week that you never have an answer to. What are you looking forward to this week? Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm just chilling. I've been trying to figure out what I'm going to do for Valentine's Day. Ah, and then that's I a was, question um, I, I was also thinking the other night, we announced a Valentine's Day giveaway two weeks ago and never ah, followed up on it. We did. We did. I'll tell you what. Here we go right now. <laughs> I am going to strive hard to put the Valentine's Day giveaway up this week. Um, It's been a lot of changes going on in my life here recently that I didn't expect positive things. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk about that in a second, too. But I'm going to put the Valentine's Day giveaway up and I'm going to ask my esteemed guest for some um, recommendations on what he would think somebody would want for Valentine's Day. But you know what? Let me stop talking about it and be about it. Without further ado, I want to bring to you a gentleman that I um, really admire and look up to his podcast as well. I know what he's going to say about this one, but um, social media is amazing. His posts are great. Very intelligent and knowledgeable insight into marriage and also relationships. Give it up right now for my guy, Mr. Joseph Wilson. What's up, y'all? How are y'all doing? Good. Now, I have a question. Do do people call you Joseph or do they call you Joe? Depends on how well you know me. Okay. Okay. If you you really know me, you call me Joe. If if you don't really know me, it's Joseph. Joseph. Joseph Joseph P. Hartnerbrig. See? I asked him that last time, but then look, let me tell you why I call him Joseph right there because I asked him that last time when I was on his pod, right? And then everything I saw after that, it was Joseph. I'm like, damn. I called him Joe the whole time. I felt so bad, bro. I'm not even going to lie. Hey, but everybody thinks you know me. They think that that, that we cool. So everyone knows that. So it's all good. I like that. I like that. So, man, listen, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the people, too. I did it already. But I also want you to be able to tell the people a little bit more about you before and your pod before I get into the game. 
Sure, no problem. My name is Joseph Wilson. I'm a marriage and family therapist in the Nashville, Tennessee area. I'm also host of the Love Unscripted podcast, where we have unscripted conversations with millennials about relationships and dating. I'm passionate about having good, fun, and authentic conversations about relationships, whether you're married, single, or in between. So I'm just excited to be here and have this conversation with you guys. (laughs) Tell me he was a therapist. We about to get to that in a second. I have met more therapists <laughs> in the past week than yesterday. I ever even knew. And I'm like, where was all these therapists when we were looking for them? Oh, and you know what's so... <laughs> I'll tell you the truth, Joe. You know what's so crazy, too? Every time... So at first I had the stigma, right? I'm the guy. I'm like, ugh, therapy, yuck. Don't want to do it. But now every therapist I meet is super cool. Like, y'all... I'm telling... I'm talking about... Cool people. And I always thought that therapists would try to pre-diagnose me. Like, I don't even want a diagnosis. I want to just chill and be your friend. But after talking to you, after talking to the homegirl yesterday and a few other people, it's like, damn, y'all cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it. I think also the field is getting younger. We're mm. still a really young field. And there were a lot of older psychologists who used yeah. to be at the top of the field and were the gatekeepers. But now the millennials are getting older. We're coming into the field and we're like, forget what y'all doing. We just going to chill. We're going to wear hoodies in session. We're going (laughs) to wear hats. We're going to wear jeans. We're going to do what we want to do because that's how we choose to facilitate healing. It's not how other people traditionally had it going. And we just chose to do our own thing. And people are drawn to it because I feel it's more authentic. Yes, sir. Who is themselves rather than legs crossed with a notepad pre-diagnosing me so i feel you on that yeah man it's crazy it's funny you say that too like the um therapist that i'm going to see right now shout out to my girl big my myra in the building uh <laughs> myra has piercings all in her face so when i first started to talk to her, i'm like okay i know the vibe this is about to be a good chill and it made me feel comfortable it made me feel like she was just a regular down to earth human being trying to, you know, get me to open up to her on another level. But it was ex- like she's been more valuable than I would have had expected otherwise. So mm-hmm. shout out That's to good. Especially when you connect with them, that you're able to go a lot deeper and yeah. healing is going to happen. So that's great. Listen, man, I'm going to come holler at you though when you know at what we're we going to talk about that in a second. I well, wanna... if y'all cool now, he can't, he can't even be a therapist. Why, man, me and Jay hey, just cool. talking on a friend level. I was just about to say, like, now that we cool, I, I can't help you. And I can I can recommend some people. I still know some really good fellas if you're looking for a male therapist. But, like, I, I'm disqualified now. Damn. But he could probably still give, like, good, sound friendship advice. Like, Jeez. like good, level-headed yeah, friendship absolutely. advice. So my boy drops free game every day, multiple times a day on the Instagram, which now has ten thousand followers. Give it up for one. Give it up for my guy one time. Congratulations! Big ten k vibes today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we celebrate, man. We celebrate all week. We're not gonna celebrate for one day. We're gonna celebrate for all week, and I'm gonna post it up too. It's how I get down. Celebrate my people though, in a real way. But. Let me go ahead and get to the game so we can get into the whole questions. So without further ado, I like to introduce my um, listeners, our listeners to my guy, Joe. Let me go ahead and hit the button. See you night, Icebreaker. Get to know the best guest. Yes, sir. 
big vibe. So, man, Joe, this game is a game that we have played since the beginning of time. And no, it's not hide and go get while y'all minding the gutter. I know a lot of people are like, Ooh, nobody's mind went there. Mind it. <laughs> anyway, uh, this game is called Would You Rather? Simple questions. And, mm. you know, India, like always, you can play along too because obviously you didn't help me pick out any of these questions. But you're sure. Did you Did you ask me for ideas? No, nah, you didn't. I did not. Exactly. I so don't be trying to call me out. All right. Let's go ahead and get into the game. Here we go. First question, Joe. Would you rather have a highly attractive significant other with a dull personality or an average looking significant other with an amazing personality. Let me preface this by saying Joe is married. So back when you weren't married, would you had rather had a I'm talking about looking like Joy Chavez or India? Or would you <laughs> or would you just had like a okay girl with like in a great personality? India, why did you screen these questions first? I definitely should have screened uh, the question. Uh, uh, you gonna try to? You about to get the man in trouble? It's one of his wife is <laughs> to the podcast. I said that. Well, I said that first. Oh, I have to go with the personality. I, right. I I've been there where someone was very attractive and the personality just isn't there, yeah. or it just seems like they're off, and it's like it just kills the whole vibe, and they actually start looking a little less attractive. Oh, so I'd rather have the great personality who's fun, who has life to them, and may look average, rather than having who's a bombshell and got no personality. And I just dull as a piece of paper, but you look fine as a mug, but you just dull. Don't you want somebody that when um, CNN is on, not even CNN, wait, I, I, that's a good point. Don't you want somebody when CNN is on or they can go out and pick up a book and read and have an intelligent conversation with versus somebody that just go straight to the shade room, get all their news from there. They can tell you everything going on with T.I. and Tiny, but they can't tell you nothing going on with Don Lemon and them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say, man. You got to have a good person. You got to be, you got to bring more than your looks. But I will say this too. Even that average girl, man, when she put on that fancy beauty, man, you can, she'll start looking good and that personality will start shining through more too. She shouldn't have to do that. I'm just if saying, if you be want somebody. Face, let her be bare face. But, but isn't it embarrassing when someone who looks really nice and attractive starts saying dumb stuff in front of everybody and now they're like, they came with you? My mama used to always tell me, what you this don't embarrass me in public. Like you have somebody who all like TV and stuff like that, and all of a sudden they just saying stuff. Now you done went viral and they're attaching them to you. Hey, I can do it. Is that your pit? Is that your pit? That's how they be. It's your dog. You better get you. Is that yours? Yeah. That's how it is. Well, maybe, maybe that's sometimes how I am with you. You be talking and you be saying so much crazy First stuff. of all, I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm going to tell you straight. Everywhere, everywhere we go together, people always say, oh, man, we got to kick it with y'all even more. Not because of you. No, they but they all say, how do you put up with him? They may say that, but they but it's in a, it's in a good, heartfelt, passionate way. Don't worry about me. Worry about yourself. All right. <laughs> Next question. This is a good one right here. And I think it's rather funny if you ask me. So here we go. Would you rather walk in on your parents having sex or have your parents walk in on you and your wife having sex? Let me hear it. See? Ooh. See? Told you tough. Oh, man. Tough one. You got to think about it. That's embarrassing. You got to think. I think I'd rather walk in on my parents because I I'm truly in that way too. I truly think that they 
I don't think they would care. <laughs> like, I don't think it would be as big of a deal. I would be more embarrassed than they would be, rather. Right, and I think that experience would be short-lived. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I go in and I see something, I could easily close that door. My parents mess around like, is everything okay in here? Yeah. <laughs> what going on? Yeah. Close the door. <laughs> yeah, the parents would definitely make it a thing. They would make it a thing. I would run, like, if I walked into my parents, like, I'm shutting the door so fast, like, I'm hoping that they don't even know that it's me that opened the door. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm gonna choose the exact opposite of what y'all be saying for the exact same reason. I think if my mom walked in on us, we wouldn't even know. She would just like peep in, look like, oh, and close the door and walk back out. She might have the burning image of Indy's butt in the air, but <laughs> she would just close the door right back and walk out. She would never bring it up again. Your so. mom, your mom has seen me naked anyway, so it don't matter. How? Huh, when? Oh, when Blake. I had Blake. Yeah, my bad, my bad. So, yeah, listen. <laughs> so, and like I always say, you see one titty, you seen them all. A breast is a breast. A breast is a breast. All right. Last question, which will bring me into the next topics of the show. So, let me go ahead and get into it. Would you rather... Well, this is kind of for a lady, but I'm going to rephrase it for my guy, Joe. Would you rather give your wife flowers every week? Or diamonds every two years. And for you, would you rather have flowers every week or get diamonds every two years? You can't have both. You got to know what you're going to say. I can't have both. You can't have both. You got to pick one or the other. I want flowers every week. Damn, okay. I like that. I mean, I've hey. been in, we've been in a relationship this long. I've, I got diamonds when we got married. <laughs> so it's not like I'll be missing out. I, I'd rather get the flowers every week. Hey, I'm going diamonds. I will give diamonds. I am okay because one, I'm allergic to flowers. I ain't trying to kill myself. <laughs> I, listen. <laughs> Who is a, you're allergic to flowers? Is it the I'm allergic to flowers? Mm. I'm allergic to flowers. I cannot be in rooms with a lot of flowers. When I got married, my uh boutonniere thing was plastic. It was fake. Nice. And even we had a whole protocol for my wife handing off her bouquet, which was real, before she got all the way up to the altar, just in case there's a breeze in the church and it hit me in the nose and now I'm passed out. So Man. I'll give diamonds. I, I'll fork over however much it is. I'll, I'll get creative with it. Yes, sir. Do next one time, do ring another time, something. I'll give diamonds. I'll, I'll go that way. I'm with you, too. I would rather give diamonds as well. I ain't did neither one, but if I was forced to, I would give the diamonds for sure. Just because, like I say a lot too, man, I know the flowers are going to die and the diamonds last forever. Like are you Kanye allergic them. to plants? No. Okay, just, so just flowers. Just flowers. Okay. So I can go to the park and, and hang out and kick it, but I ain't, I'm not going to no botanical gardens and <laughs> frolicking through the meadow or nothing like that. <laughs> ain't no yeah, cheek wood but over I here. I cheek wood is so nice though. <laughs> It's all right. Overrated. It's overrated, bro. Once you've seen one garden, you've seen them all. Man, thank you, man. Give it up for yourself one time, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, hell of a job. Hell of a job. But now let me hit the button and cunt get to what we came to do, like always. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. All right, man, I got so many questions, but I'm going to start at the top. I'm going to start at the bottom of my list and kind of work my way up from there because we just talked about this, right? So COVID still right now, it's still happening. Um, 
People are still dying. It's still a thing. So guess what's coming up? Valentine's Day. So now I think, fellas, we have to now be more creative than ever. Last year, I remember around this time we were in L.A., Mm-hmm. It went around Valentine. We were in L.A., we so in, the world we was still LA open. We were in L.A. on Valentine's on Day. On Valentine's Day, we were still, yeah, we were outside in Valentine's Day, yeah, kicking it. So with that being said, Joe, may I ask you, man, how does Valentine's Day look for you this year? All right, let me back up. Do y'all even celebrate Valentine's Day? Oh, that's the thing. Year one, two, and half of three, we were like, man, we're going to do it up. We're going we gonna to go out. We're going to dress up. We're going to do all this. But then four, five, and six, it was like, it's a hassle. We working. Yes, sir. Uh, we don't want to fight no lines to be out in public. Let's just let's just do takeout. What do you you want some wings? What what do you let's want do to it. We'll go as you want. We'll go pick up my food and we'll go home and we'll we'll relax. That's what it looks like now. But before we tried to like do it up, but now it was like, yo, we don't want to fight with all the, the boyfriends trying to uh, get to the restaurant, trying to right. buy people to get, get people. Like, I don't want to deal with all that. You know what? I'm starting to think that it comes with age. You, you, y'all have been married for six years too? Seven years. Seven. Yeah, I think it's just as we, I think it's just, you know, we're getting older and it's just like, well, I, I don't care anymore because yeah. I remember when I first started working at uh, when I was working, when I was working at my company, my boss, she was, I think, maybe six years married. Okay. I mean, six years older than I was. But at the time, she was coming up on her 10-year anniversary, mm. uh, marriage anniversary. And Valentine's Day passed somewhere in there. She was like, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day anymore. And I was like, it's probably just because they've gotten older. And Valentine's Day is a hassle on the actual day. Like, it, it, it really is a pain in the ass to have to be in a restaurant with that many people. Yeah, and, and everybody's all stressed and some everybody, I don't like nervous energy. There everybody you go. all nervous because they're trying to impress somebody or they're doing it because they feel they have to. Guys are in there knowing they don't only got $50 on their card and knowing dinner gonna be $51, so they sweating. <laughs> You're trying to figure out how they can make it work. So, like, I don't want to be in that, all of that. Like I said, I think it's the, the older you get and the longer you're either married or in a relationship, it's not, it don't have that same excitement. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was, do you want to know what I was planning on doing? Do I want to know what you plan on doing? Yeah. So, oh, I hope you got some of that old savage. Oh, fancy. Man, no, I saw, actually, listen. I wasn't going to buy lingerie Ooh. this year because just a couple weeks ago, you was like, I don't like when you wear it for holidays. I like, I just want you to wear it on any other random day. So saying. I was like, well, fine. I ain't buying it this That's year. Then. Save saying. my money. And I, and, and I still believe that. Like, why we got to... I'm telling you, man. Women use... Y'all use your assets over us guys, right? So you think... You withhold the lingerie right up until... The holiday, like, you know what? I'm about to bust it out. This is going to be his gift. Man, why can't I get that on the You don't get points for doing things you should already be doing. I don't think that's right. And I'm going to stand with guys but right now. But you also got to know, I think it also depends on the man, too. Okay. some men also just don't care about lingerie. I mean, and, I, you know, some men is just... You got a man right here. Let's, let's ask well, another man. Listen, some of this stuff is getting complicated. How you put it on, take it off. It, it, it's not... <laughs> work with it anymore. I mean, they done got all complicated. Like, you can't just do anything regular anymore. Now you gotta do stuff with strap here, strap there, strap around the back. <laughs> strap around your ankles. <laughs> Call it Mojangles. Unless it's a crotchless penny. It's on occasion. It, it, it is nice on occasion. Be surprised. But I, I can feel what he's saying. If I know it's coming, like, if you know a present's coming, it's like, 
Okay, I'll be excited, but it's not like a present that you get in the middle of the year that's not your birthday. That is. So kind of like that. That's exactly what I was trying to say. That's why you get paid the big bucks to do what you're doing. See what I'm saying? Therapizing. I like that. You laid it out. Now, another question real fast about Valentine's Day. Let me stick to this topic because a lot of guys want to know. For the guys who are newly dating and they just got their girl and it may be year one and they may be dating, do you think at that point they should set the bar so high to impress this young lady that next year they have to continue to um, meet or exceed the standard that they've already set? No, that's that's where fellas mess up. Like if you try to go bigger and bigger and bigger, there's no way to catch that same high. She'll be. Oh, my goodness. He did that. And then maybe next year you do something bigger. Oh, man. How are we going to top this? And all the while you're stretching yourself, trying to get more creative. You don't have to do that. I always tell, especially people who are in new relationships, this 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 is the life. This is the hack. Do and I'm telling guys this do something that you enjoy for Valentine's Day and take them somewhere where you feel comfortable. A lot of people use Valentine's Day as like the first date or the a new kind of date, but go out someplace where you feel comfortable so you can be yourself so that you won't be all nervous. And if you don't like five-star restaurants, why are you going to go? Yes, it's, it's nice. She may like that, but I think she wants to get to know you a little bit better. I think she wants to know what makes you tick, what you like, what you dislike, more than us waiting in this line at Flemings to eat a steak that's the size of a quarter. Man, t- and listen, at, at, the same, at the same time, the steak ain't even hidden like that. Take me somewhere else. Go to Applebee, get the thing, get that same steak about that big for about $50. Get that same steak. So you got to watch right. it. And, and I think it's the intention behind it, like the, the thought that went into it. Like you don't have to do something super crazy, right. but the more thoughtful it is, I think that's what resonates with most people. Yeah. It's, oh, you thought about this, you paid attention and you did something about it not you went the I don't want to say it's the easier route it's just less thoughtful to say hey let me take you to the the biggest restaurant let us dress up and go for Valentine's Day like everybody else is doing Mm. spontaneity and being different is really good in the dating world and the more different you can be the more likelihood you are to find and have more potential people to date so how does that flip when you when you've been married <laughs> for a while? <laughs> so so here's the thing: don't do stuff you don't want to do. Yeah, that, that's what gets a lot of a lot of couples, especially married people, get into the habit of doing things because it's customary. Yes, sir. You get to a call or we feel we have to do it because, mm-hmm. like, there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, we don't want to do this type of dating experience. Let's do something random. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But because the longer you're together, the more habits and the more traditions and the more you just go with the flow, it's almost second nature. It's almost like, okay, so where are we going out to eat this time? You're not even thinking about it. You're just going with the flow because you've done it so many times. Right. And that's what takes the fun, takes the excitement out of it is you you went on autopilot. Your brain is went on autopilot and now you're no longer thinking about how can I make this experience different? More so than it's something we got to do. So let's check off the box. Yeah, I think he had made dinner reservations. I and did. I told him, I, I was like, I don't want to really do that this year. But this, for one, it's COVID. Yeah. And I have become like, I was kind of a homebody before COVID. But COVID mm-hmm. has like put it in a whole nother level. And so I'm like, well, we can do something in the house. Or I don't know. I just kind of didn't want to go to dinner. Like, I know exactly what I what I 
what I want to do. And because I know that he probably doesn't know that I want to do this, I'm just going to get it because I want us to go. <laughs> Where you want to go? Uh, oh, the frisk? No, not the frisk. Oh. The, no um, the new African-American Music Museum. I was close. See, I was on par. <laughs> I said the frisk. It's a museum. I knew it was some kind of museum. Ever since she has these glasses, Joe, she's turned into like this new person, like, mm, art. Yes, love it. Dang. Crossing her It's no, the glasses. He, he is, it's he's, the glasses. he's lying. It's what he is because he's always known. I've always liked museums. It's the glasses. Like, I literally went on a solo trip for work one year. You did. And I mm. got to, I was in Toronto. I got to Toronto, order, I mean, early just so that I could go to a museum. You did. Mm-hmm. I, I love, me and my wife love museums. That gets us excited. Yeah. We go, we'll, man, if it wasn't coming, we'd probably try to do one there because that's fun for us. But it I, it, it matches with you. It matches with what you like. So you're going to enjoy it. Why do people always do something that they don't enjoy in order to impress somebody or something of that nature? And see, like I said, I just kind of played my hand too because I, I mentioned the frisk and that was what I had on my plate. We were going to go out to eat and go to the frisk because they got the Picasso up. Picasso's. I did want to go to the Picasso with So I'm like, all right, let's go check out these Picassos and then let's go get some food because I know you like going out to eat and I know you like art. So I'm going to do that. But like you guys have been saying right now, like why should we have to wait until February the 14th to do those things? Like we can achieve some of these things before, on, during, and after. Like long past, because we're married now, we have to continue to keep this type of stuff up. And I think that's where a lot of us drop the ball. February 14th come, right? We plan, we plan, we plan, boom. The time gets here. We shoot our one shot. After that, the date goes by, and we don't do anything else probably until her birthday or Christmas. And that's just it. We don't make any type of grand gestures up until Valentine's Day. And I feel like that's where the stress comes from. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you're doing these sort of things or not that big, but if you're doing things that you should be doing, dating, making relationships fun, up until that point... You should have no reason to be stressed out trying to go to Kane Prime knowing you got Coke 45 money. And I feel like that's where a lot of us mess up. And if we could just continue to set the standards, set a baseline. That's why I always talk about people that tell people at work. We got to set a foundation. We got to set a base and then build from there. We can't just go shooting up the shot and make that one time. Is it a marathon or is it a sprint? Like we're married now. And I understand that people who are dating in one year, you got to try to, you know, put your mag down on your lady or whatever. Do what you got to do. But just remember, you're setting the stage right here. So you got to keep that shit up. Right. And, and people set a pace that they can't be consistent with. And what do we hear women say all the time? They are not consistent. They started off doing one thing. Now they're doing another. Guys have to be able to think and plan. What can I be consistent at? I can be consistent at finding different places to go around the city versus how do I plan this really big extravagant extravagant event that I got to get an event planner and book a whole uh, event space and stuff like that. Like that's not sustainable. You got to be able to figure out what can you do that's sustainable so it doesn't look bad on you. I mean, your intentions are good, but you're not able to sustain that. So now you look like you're not someone who keeps your word. People say, oh, he's not consistent with what he says. So, yeah, just do something you can be consistent at and you'll win. I think that's why we had issues. We had a lot of those issues last year because I was like, why aren't you taking me on dates? Like, why aren't you why aren't you planning anything anymore? Like when I say he was the date king. 
the date king. Ooh, thanks. Shout out to be love. Hold up, hold up. Let's pause. Continue. <laughs> but I was like, uh, what? Why we ain't dating no more? Like, what's going on? And I'll be honest with you too. I think a lot of factors played into that, and that's what I want to. It's my next thing I want to talk about. Matter of fact, I think a lot of factors play into that too, right? I think one was COVID. Last year, boom, it hit. But even before then, I know I kind of slowed down on the dates. But I think another thing that plays into dates and relationships and just marriage in general is like outside stress factors, like outside things that I may be dealing with, outside things that you may be dealing with, Joe and his wife may be dealing with coming into the relationship. And we might not even know that they're affecting us like right off the bat. But it's an underlying, um, it's an underlying theme there, and um, I think that's something that we gotta realize too. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because people don't realize, like, when you get married, you're asking to be put under a microscope. You're asking for everything that's happened in your past that's underneath the surface to come out. Because, like I said earlier, the longer you're together, the more comfortable you get. The more comfortable you get, the more you start to kick off your shoes, the, the wind comes off, you like and all that, like you're relaxed. But now the real you is there. We can research shows that you can only like kind of fake it with somebody for about six months. After that, the real person starts to show up, and that's what you're dealing with. And that's why you got to determine after that point, can I continue a relationship with this person or not? But when you get married, now there's that honeymoon phase. You're like, oh, we're married. It's like everything's all over. You hit the reset button. But then two and three and after that honeymoon phase is gone, now you're like, wait, why are you doing that? Yeah, it's over with after that. Why do you do that? Yeah. And, and now you're over here like, who in the world did I marry? But all it is is after a while, people get more comfortable and the real them comes out. You get to be the real person. And who that is can sometimes add stress based on what's going on outside. We're going on, like we're in an unprecedented time. But even before then, there was stuff that was always happening that contributes to how we act in our relationships. And if we're not careful, we start bringing some of that outside stuff into our relationships. And now we've compounded the problem. It's, it's, it's difficult enough trying to understand the person across from you. But when you add work, when you add children, when you add social stuff that's going on, it's really hard to balance and be able to differentiate what is the actual problem. That's one thing I try to work with people is like, okay, I hear a lot of stuff, but what is the problem? It's not about washing dishes. What is it about the washing dishes that is making oh. you upset? So that's just a, a small piece of that. There's stuff going on outside that, that gets inside. Man, I'm about to get to two or three things right off that cusp. So you mentioned one, you said research, and then you mentioned another, you said you talk to people. I want you to tell people out there what you do. I think you may have mentioned it already, but I want to. I want you to tell everybody like who you are as far as like what you're studying right now, what you're, what you're continuing your education to become better at. No doubt. So I have my master's in marriage and family therapy, but I'm also getting my PhD in marriage and family therapy to specialize in couples therapy. So one of the things that I am working to create is some kind of program to help African-American couples better manage their stress and to become more connected in a systemically oppressive uh, state that we're in living in America. So that's my main focus is, and that's why on my platform, I really try to go hard on self-improvement 
because we can't control the stuff that's going on around us, but we can control what's going on inside. And I want people to be able to be um, tooled and have the resources to be able to deal with the situations that they're going on, that's going on with them on the inside. So then now when I come to my partner, when I come to my spouse, now I have tools to be able to better um, resolve these problems. And the faster you can get problems resolved, the quicker you can get back to the happiness. So, yeah. I love that, man. She sent me something the other day on Instagram that I'm going to find in a second and read to you. But I mentioned you mentioned something else that is near and dear Joe to my heart. And I think you said this on purpose, and I'm about to go ahead and get to it right now. You said the damn dishes. So the dishes are in the sink, right? Um, when I was talking to Myra, my therapist, Myra, I think I had a breakthrough about the dishes, right? And what, what I mentioned to her, finally, I think the dishes have some underlying conditions or it's a metaphor for something else that we could be happy that we could be struggling with or I could be struggling with with India on right so I think the I think it's a metaphor for something else I told her what I thought it was I'm not gonna put it out there it's between me and Myra you know what I'm saying <laughs> therapist client confidentiality agreement but I do agree wholeheartedly with what Joe just said it's it's something else. The dishes are there, and it's a problem. And I'm not even gonna lie. But what is the bigger problem that's encapsulating the dishes? It's something else that we got to figure out what it is. <laughs> I figured it out, and I know what it is. Me and Myron uncovered it and unpacked it. So I want to let you know that. All right. What do you mm -hmm. want me to do with that information? <laughs> I just want to let you know that I, I figured out some shit, and it's under there. It ain't just you. <laughs> something else. All right. <laughs> let me go ahead. <laughs> like you ain't telling me I don't know what to do with that information we, 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 you know, <laughs> like, it's nothing I can do okay. with it yeah <laughs> now I got another question too so we talked about dating right so now we're here with dating it's Valentine's Day now all of a sudden at the dating level you are getting ready to get married and I like to have these type of conversations with guys because I'm going to tell you the truth as a male no one told me no, no other male I will say this told me how to do the thing i'm about to ask you so when you got ready to propose to to your wife like how did you know what ring to buy how did you know what kind of money to spend on the ring how did you know like those type of elements because no other guy came to me and was like hey be love this is what you need to do i'm gonna tell you a story in a second but no guy told me that so i want to ask you how did you know that yeah so for me i had to literally like kind of figure it out on my own right a little bit but what it ultimately came down to, like, how did I know my wife was the one? It was, I, I couldn't see myself living without her. Like, it's not just I could live with her, it's I couldn't live without her. It's like, I felt like she added so much value to my life that I would not be the same person without her in my life. I've, I've dated some people, I was like, oh, it would be cool to go through life with them. But if they weren't there, I'm not, I'm not hurt. I'm, I'm not gonna like, feel completely lost but with my wife. It was like, oh, something's going to be missing. And I'm going to be thinking about this forever. So I was like, okay, let me go ahead and try to lock this down. So what I did with the ring, I knew about a year in advance. And I was like, okay, I want to marry her. But I was a college student. So I didn't have a lot of money. I was working. Right on. So I had to just start saving. Every week I had to save and put some money away. I had to get creative and I know I still got to keep up the dates because I still wanted to be consistent, but I let her know. I said, hey, 
I'm about to try to go out into the job market pretty soon. I want to try to save some money. Uh, we're going to go on dates, but they're not going to be what they used to be. So I just had to get creative. A lot of kind of free stuff and we could still do little food here and there. <laughs> I communicated, let you know, and I would take her by the mall. How do I know what ring to pick? I kind of said, okay, let's just say we go to the uh, 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 Cage Jewelers or something. Yeah. Which one of these do you like the most? And so after seeing a bunch of different styles that she liked, then I was like, okay, she likes this about this ring and she likes this. Let me try to get as close as I can. The mashup. Right, right. Uh, luckily, she wasn't the type of woman who was like, I got to have this type of ring. She didn't have it already designed. So I just had to get something that was close. And I was able to, to pay for it in a year cash. Because what I didn't want to happen is five or six months after you get married. You're paying for somebody, it right now. Are you Allison Wilson? Let me get that real yeah. quick. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you know, I think uh, Josie owes us about five grand. Let me hand it out for you. Matter of fact, give me your finger too. I need all that. Give me all that. I can, I can, right. I can dig it. I just had to plan. Like, I was very intentional. And I try to let all the brothers know, like, start planning ahead. Don't get to that crunch where it looks like y'all been together for a long time. Now family is asking. Now your girl asking. Start thinking whether or not this is someone you want to potentially spend the rest of your life with. And then start planning from there. That's it. I'll be honest with you. So the first time I had this conversation, it was like prior to India. And it wasn't even, it was just a conversation I wanted to have. I was getting older. And I knew, let me stop right there. How old were you when you proposed? I was 22. Damn, bro. Congrats on that. that that's, that's huge. That's a big accomplishment at 22. I'm not going to tell you what I was doing at 22. Y'all don't need to know. Just know I was praying every night, okay? So I was in the church, going to Bible study, and I found God. All right, now let's get back to it. But I, I met you. You were... 23. Three. Yeah, you tw- yeah, he was out here. Ooh, you met me right on the cusp. <laughs> I could have been on the pole. I'm just playing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So before then, so I'm I'm talking to my homegirl. Shout out to Diane. I've been telling her I'm gonna tell this story for a while. I was talking to Diane. Me and Diane were driving somewhere. I forgot where we were going, but at this rate, I said, Diane, like, let me ask you a question. As a as a lady, right? How do you tell a guy or, or, or what do you expect a guy to do when he proposes to you? Kind of break that process down to me because I've never had this conversation with anybody else. I want to have it with her because I, I, I respect her opinion. And I know like I know she's the type of girl that she's not going to like give you the half truth. She's going to tell you like it is. So I'm like, all right, tell me as far as like women, what do you expect? And she kind of broke it down to me. I'm going to tell you, she might not want to say this out loud now. But she was like, well, Barrett, I'm going to tell you what. I think you can just save up enough money, save up around three of your paychecks and just start there. And if you feel like this where you want to start, start there and then go up from there if you feel like it. But she said, I would at least save up three of your paychecks. I'm like, damn. Y'all spend that money? And it's this Diane too. It's, I know Diane. She know Diane too. And I'm like, damn, Diane, you are expensive as hell, first of all. I'm going to say that. But then she was like, and then when you do it, put thought into it. Like you mentioned, plan it out and kind of be intentional about what you want to do. And also make sure the person that you're even thinking about marrying is the one because she was said we were going back and forth about it. She was like, you know, typically, even if you propose to somebody, let's say it doesn't work, they're not going to give you back those three paychecks. And I'm like, damn that. Well, all right, thank you for telling me that because I expect my ring back if we call off the engagement. But she was Girls just kind of- do not give the ring back. Really? Most of them, uh, I've, 
No. That's the damn shit. What you gonna do with this keepsake? It happens in movies. I think it's movies where they're like, you know what? I can't do this. <laughs> if that would have happened to me, I would have been like, hey, I'm not giving you this ring back. What would you have done with it? What would you have done with it? Well, you know what? What would you Never have done mind, with it? Because my personality back then, I was so stubborn. I was so stubborn. I probably would have threw it at him. I probably would have <laughs> threw it in the grass. I was real stubborn back yeah, then. Yeah, you would have. So, I know. You, 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 so you put I a fish outside the door. I gave you a fish and you put a fish outside of my door. I, Peter, come get her. Come get her. But no, nah, anyway, yeah. He's, look, he's looking very confused. He did. He had given me a pet fish. I gave her a beta he fish. He made me very upset. I put the fish in the car, drove it to his house, and dropped it off on his doorstep. Like a damn baby or something. Like, bro, get the get, baby in the basket. I, I don't said, I don't want nothing in my house that reminds me of you. <laughs> nothing. Even the fish. <laughs> Now we got a house and a baby together. Look at this damn shit. Look at this damn shit. I'm telling you. Who would have thought it? Not in a million billion. But anyway, like, and so at that point, like talking to Diane made me realize, like, as a guy, how much I didn't know about proposing to a woman. Like, nobody had ever sat me down and talked to me like. The homies had to talk, man. You about to, you know, bust this thing down, whoop the whoop, do this in the third with a girl. But no other guy had to talk about, hey, this is what you need to be planning for as far as like a family, as far as a wife, and as far as a ring. Like, take these steps, and this is what you need to be doing. Um, and to kind of piggyback off what you said, somebody asked me that question that that, that you went on about. How did I know that I wanted to marry India? And it's another thing that people don't tell us about like how do you know that the person that you're dating is the one like that's a hell of a thought because you're thinking about it like man i am potentially going to be with this one person for the rest of my life so how am i going to make sure and nail you down or nail myself down too to well enough to know that you are the one and i say that too now looking back on it i do think it starts like with me with, with yourself um, knowing exactly who you are and what you want is great. And then establishing a foundation again for you and your significant other. You like that? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. I don't believe in this idea of feeling like someone's the one. Our feelings are very unreliable. Like they change. Even as married couples, like there's time for I'm like, man, I can't stand this woman. Get off the bed. Like, I, like they change. Based on the season, based on how the wind's blowing, based on what we ate, our feelings are always changing. So I always tell people that when it comes to picking the one, it's the one you choose to be the one. It's the one that you make that intentional mind decision that this is the person I am going to commit the rest of my life to. It's not a feeling. Because if we just go on feelings, then during the planning of the wedding, people don't, here's another thing people don't talk about, how stressful planning a wedding is. Listen, that's the first, listen, throw wedding planning out. If it was based on that, a lot of people wouldn't get married because like, well, I don't feel it anymore. Where is the love that I thought we had earlier? Now you're really care about what color the flowers are and what people wear and stuff like that. But that's not reliable. Feelings are very unreliable. They change. So the one that you should be with is the one you decide that you want to be with. You get to pick. You get to pick. And don't let nobody tell you otherwise because you have, the, your mama don't, your daddy don't. You have to live with this person for the rest of your life, potentially. So make sure and, you and, choose right. 
And one more thing, like women get to are in the same position. Like you can choose whether or not you want to be with this guy. Like you don't have to say yes, even though it's a lot of pressure, even if they propose and there's like a lot of family and stuff. Like I understand that part, but it's still your life. It's still your life that you're going to have to live and walk out every single day. Every time you wake up, you're going to have to live with your decision. So I always tell people the one is who you choose to be the one. If they're not, then don't accept that ring. Talk about it and go your separate ways if need be. Let that be that on that. I would 100% agree. And going back to the stress of the wedding, it goes back to the outside stress coming inside. Listen, we already know that we're getting married. Now to add on top of it, the flower color, um, it, do we have enough money to do this, that? All of that stuff shows his ugly head right in the beginning so you have to make sure that the person you choose is going to be the person you're willing to have that fight with and still love on at the end of the night if i could do it all over again i would not have that the big wedding that we had like honestly that is like one of my biggest regrets like i just can't even believe that we did that and i knew that i didn't want that big wedding from the (laughs) jump like i knew it and he would not like he he wanted the whole world to be there. I like to have a good time. And <laughs> actually, like for our ten year wedding anniversary, I want to redo it to the like I want a vow renewal ceremony to recommit and do it the way that I always wanted it to be. Because what we had is just it was it was too much. It was a lot, and we almost caught the wedding off because it was so stressful. It was so stressful. Stress me out right yeah, now. Yeah, you sound like my wife. My wife was like, I did not want that. And I kind of wanted everybody to be there and to like be a celebration. But looking back, it really wasn't worth it. Like I would tell people, like anybody who's either, if someone's paying for your wedding or people are sponsoring, tell them just give me the money. Tell us, just give us, let allow it to be our uh, therapy fund. You could disguise it as that. I mean, do something with that money because it's too stressful. I think it's overrated. If I would go, if I go back, like, I would not do it that way. So going, like, when we hit 10, I want to be able to have a more fun, a more us type of wedding versus, okay, listen, we got Caribbean family. My family's from Jamaica. My wife's family from Jamaica. Oh, for real? That's super dope. So would y'all go back to Jamaica to celebrate um, the 10-year anniversary? Maybe. <laughs> I, I want to do it in Africa. Nice. Like, I think I want to go to Africa. Okay. And do it. And, and do something completely different. I like yeah. that. Than the traditional renewals. So mm. we've really got into traveling. So we probably want to pick somewhere really nice, somewhere outside of um, Jamaica and just do it that way. Something different. So quick question about that. So, so do y'all now, so y'all really got into traveling. Do you guys, before when the world was wide open, did you guys make set plans and have a set itinerary on places that you want to go? Like, how did you guys figure out where and when you want to go? Because, like, she might want to go to Colorado, and I just might want to go to L.A., and now we're going back and forth about where we're going. So how do you guys kind of work through that and figure that out? Listen, she tried to strong-arm me at first. Oh. She tried to strong-arm <laughs> the decision. But what we end up doing is come up with a list, we see what um, cities were the same, what destinations were the same, and then prioritize what we both wanted to do. And then it's a you, me, you, me, you, Ooh. me. Like we we alternate. 
So that way everyone gets an opportunity, everyone gets a chance, and no one feels like they're going places that they don't get to see. So it's a lot of uh, communication. Y'all looking forward to going out of the country or staying uh, on stateside? I'd love to get out of the country. Listen, outside of the United States, it's a whole different planet. Sure damn is. It's It's completely different. Like, here in America, we think the world revolves around us. Man, they ain't worried about us over there. We're kicking it over there. It's a whole nother ball game. Did y'all get to do any COVID traveling or y'all just stayed put? Mm -mm, Nah, we we just stayed put. I, I, listen, first of all, one thing, I don't want to keep getting <laughs> something up in my nose. Yes. To, nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. And I'd rather wait until I can, like, I, I like going through the, like, TSA clear line. Yes, sir. Right now they don't have that. So I don't want to have to, like, take my shoes off and then take mat, put up. Nah, I don't want to do all that. And they got clear no more right now because of COVID. I didn't know they didn't have clear. Yeah, yeah, they not they they sending everybody through a particular line right now. So yikes. I had no idea. Now let me ask this then since we're here. We went to Jamaica and we took our son. Do you guys have any kids? No, we do not. Okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. Y'all want kids? Y'all good. Nah, don't want any. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Now let me ask this then. Before you guys got married. That you already have the thought that you didn't want kids and were you guys aligned on that thing before you got married? So when we first talked about it, when we were dating and getting married, we were like, yeah, we want kids and we want four. Yo. We both like- Bro, how you go for like, four days? None. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were like, she wanted four boys. I wanted four girls. So at least we had the four ballpark. We were just going to see where- Nature land. Yes. But as life goes on and I started also doing a lot of um, community work with kids and stuff like that. And some of our friends who were also married started having kids and we started hearing some of the stories and we were there for some of the experiences. We were like, do you really want to like, (laughs) and, and, and we were like, there's no judgment. And then we're like, nah, we don't. So we're like, so we good. (laughs) I actually actually think that is what has happened with a lot of our friends because there is a good bit of our friends who do not have kids. Like, we were one of the first to get pregnant, and I think they see us and they're just kind of like, I can wait a little bit. (laughs) Shit ain't like it used to be. I was outside. They called me Mr. Outdoors. I'm talking about, I'm happy out wherever you needed me. I was there. Didn't have to answer to nobody. Didn't have to worry about nothing. Now I got a kid. Do this, do that. And it's cool. I'm not complaining about it. I love my son. But at the same time, the freedom that you otherwise used to have is now gone. So now you have to make plans and kind of work around everybody's schedule. Like I asked her earlier today, I'm like, hey, I want to go do X, Y, Z tomorrow. I want to go to a class and do this. And then she turned around and said, hey, I want to go to a class on Tuesday. So now we have to make sure that one of us are going to be at home with Blake. So that's a whole ordeal. I get it, brother. (laughs) And so here's one of the other things, because people know we like to travel. Like we won't spend on nothing else, but plane tickets, uh, rental cars to go places. So (laughs) like, so if y'all have kids, like what are y'all going to do about traveling? Like, are they going to come? Are you going to take them? I said, here's the rule. Here's the rule. 
If they can't carry their own suitcase, they can't come with us. <laughs> the moment that they can carry their own suitcase is the day that they can start coming on the adult trips. <laughs> if they can carry it through the airport and not cry or complain, because you get one chance. If, if they think, I can carry it, I can come. Sure, we'll like go the ride. whole experience. But if they fail, their <laughs> travel card is getting revoked and they're saying at grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle house. Bitch, stay your ass right at home. You're not going nowhere well, with me, bucko. Blake. Yeah. Now, I, I, I mean, first time mom, I couldn't leave him. So Blake has been to Jamaica and Blake has been to London. And had COVID not happened, wherever we would have gone last year, he probably would have come there with us too because... We didn't have a bad time on those trips. No. And I, I think that kids learn well. I, because as me, growing up, I we didn't have a lot of money. We did not travel a lot growing up. I didn't go out of the country until our one-year anniversary. That's and right, so, girl. Change your life. Come on, give me some of that. <laughs> anyways... Anyways, I also knew other kids growing up in school who were well-traveled, and we just couldn't afford it. And so I don't want Blake to be the kid that reads about the places. I want him to be the kid that talks about the places because he's been there before. Yeah. So while the traveling part is a pain in the ass, I ain't going to hold you on that. It is 100%. It's, 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 not the, it's not the most great a pain thing. In the whole ass. Yeah, it's not. It's not the most appealing thing that you're going to do. But once you get there, it really is like a beautiful time just watching their eyes just light up. Like, oh my yeah. God, like I can't believe this. Like just watching him look at the ocean when he was, mm-hmm. he was only one then. Yeah. We were trying to take advantage of him traveling for, for free. free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, let's go. You free. Let's go. Come yeah. on. And he won't back. remember those trips, but we will. And we'll have the pictures to show him when he gets older. And so, like, I just remember, I remember sitting in class. And them asking us, like, how many places have you been to? If you've been to more than five states, if you've been out of the country, and me not being able to raise my hand. Because mm-hmm. my first family vacation wasn't until I went to middle school. And that was in, we went to Florida. Uh, we did the Universal Studios trip. And so mm-hmm. I was, I just think about that. And I'm like, I just, I just want him to, to see the things that I wasn't able to see. <laughs> here, 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 here. <laughs> Now, listen, we have been talking about 55 minutes up to this point. And I told Joe I wasn't going to hold him all night. But I will be remiss if I didn't talk about this situation because it came in the news last week. And we had potted already. (laughs) We had already started the podcast before I got a chance to talk about it. So I want to talk about it here and now. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. They joked about having the OnlyFans. They be on Instagram naked together anyway, right? They always be like, I'm like, Dwayne Wade is two steps away from being a porno star. He went from being an all-star point guard for the Miami Heat to not being a porn star. He's so nasty. They somebody. live in their best life. Naked. I honestly love to see it. Like, they look like they have a ball. <laughs> I want to see Dwayne shoot balls. I don't want to see his balls, okay? <laughs> I mean, listen, it's a big damn difference there. Now, quick question for both of you. Joe and it. It's a very question right here. Would you guys started OnlyFans with your significant other, with your wife and husband? I'm ask Joe first, not you. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> nah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I knew what Joe was gonna say too. Nah. So so here's one thing. I've always one of my ever since social media has been out, my biggest fear 
has been going viral for something either stupid or something that I'm not proud of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people just taking it and, and running with it. I don't know how I do social media now, but I just don't want, like, people are, they're savages. They'll take one little thing, like, man, look at that hole in his sock. And now you're a meme for like a, a month and a half. Like, I, I can't be on there. Especially, even if people are paying, I can't be on there. Have <laughs> people uh, paying to make fun of me or, or, or whatnot. Like, I can't do it. You better get that $9.99 a month with that monthly special. And you know what? I feel you on that. It's stressful. But to answer your question, no, I, I wouldn't. Um, but I remember a couple of years ago, Baird and I did a Halloween costume and it was like literally going viral. We were J-Lo and Ja Rule. She was pissed. And... Bro, she hated it. I don't like attention like that. And it's so crazy because people it. people will tell me like we like I like I love when you talk on your stories. I like the stuff that you post on social media, but the minute I'm about to go viral, I'm like, no, shut it down, delete, delete, delete. And people were like, if you can't afford a costume, then just say that. I mean, that wasn't a thing back then. That's basically what they were saying. Like, if you can't afford a costume, then you just don't need to participate in Halloween. It was, I was like. It's just for fun. And we can afford all the costumes if we want to go buy them, but we want it to be Ja Rule and uh, J-Lo, and they don't make those in the store. <laughs> Bro, and my thing about it, I was telling her, like, I don't know these people from Adam. I don't give a damn what they're saying about me. And this is my personality. Like, I, I looked at, I was looking at more of the praises than I was, like, the disses. Like, people were saying, like, weird, mean shit, but... I don't know these people. And then when I clicked on their profile, they wife like a chili pepper. Shout out to JT. Wife out here looking like a chili pepper. You talking about my wife, bro, what? Have you, have you seen your woman? She ugly as sin. Get your ass out of here. Uh, but anyway. Hey, but listen, I would take advantage of like, so, you know, the fetish market is really popular. I do something like balloon popping on like with my bare feet. Yes. Listen. I I've thought that, about that, going to get a good pedicure and doing a, a, a OnlyFans for my feet now, okay? Because people be into the foot fetishes. Pop balloons and stuff like that. that <laughs> people have requests for colors. They're like, I want to see a pop of red. But let me go down to the dollar store and get me a a, a whole pack of. Boom. I'm your guy. <laughs> Whatever you want. I'm your Just guy. Subscribe. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm all about that. Then you know what? I, I do a lot of fan. I show uh, I show a kneecap, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna see this sexy knee? <laughs> getting knee deep in you. That's what my only fans be. Getting knee deep. And everybody could, think they're getting it. like knee deep, but it's really like my knees. Don't worry about it. If, if my face would never be included, then I could do it. What only fans? <laughs> no, I could do like a fetish style. Even like I wouldn't even want nobody to oh, know I that like, my feet was on there. Like I just I wouldn't give a shit. want my face. On there at all, and that's a lot of stuff that I want to do in life. I don't want nobody going back looking right. at my damn OnlyFans. Somebody pull up your right. IP address and say, "Look at India with that I P P U S S Y out." <laughs> Boy, shut up! <laughs> I got too many tattoos, so somebody gonna be on there like, "I know that tattoo," and I'm like, "Oh, see, now yeah. somebody messaging it and sending it around." I'm like, y'all, you're Dead messing up. Giveaway. Do you got your wife's name tattooed on you anywhere? No. All right, cool. Making sure. I was like, I said, Joe, you can't be no therapist with mine with your wife name tattooed on your behind. I'm just going to be honest. I think that when people get their significant other's names tatted on them, that it's a curse. I don't know any successful couple that have had their names together and they went on happily ever after. There may, I think I it may either. be a few. But every time somebody get their name tatted on them, they break up. 
Hey, and, and the tattoo artists, like, I know a couple, they're like, we love it because anytime we do a name, we know they're coming at some point to cover it up. <laughs> Come on back. We going to be here Tell right me, here you. want to curse your relationship, go get your significant other <laughs> name tattooed on you. <laughs> well, listen, man, Joe, thank you, man, for being on. This was amazing. This was fun. And I appreciate all your time. I appreciate all your advice, all your knowledge that you kick on social media. And speaking of social media, man, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at love.unscripted. You can find me on YouTube at loveunscriptedhd. And you can find me on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher Podcast. And just type in the Love Unscripted Podcast, and that's where you can find me at. Man, make sure y'all go holler at my boy. Like and subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to Love Unscripted. There it is. India, tell the people where they can find you. India.marie. That's anywhere. And <laughs> that was weird. Because <laughs> I was, I was, I was thinking of something else. But also, go to my business page, uh, Pink Little Birdie. If you're trying to get, you know, your self love, self care thing going on, I got some dope journals coming out this week. So check that out. There it is. You can find me at B Love 1911 on all social platforms please be sure to follow she and our podcast everywhere you see it and leave us a message at she and our podcast at gmail.com i told y'all last week we love hearing from you so even if it's like man some random one one sentence advice let us know and we're gonna read it out loud on the podcast we love to hear it once again man thank you to my guy joe this has been a pleasure it's been so fun to me man you're welcome back anytime Yes, that's what I'm going for. I got to be able to be invited back. Don't be a stranger, man. Don't be a stranger. Mi casa es su casa. All right, there it is. But hey, like I always do about this time, it's been real. Oh, let me stop. The Valentine's Day stuff will be up. I'm going to make sure I do that, all right? I am saying it right now. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,